Hello and welcome to Into Overtime, the student athlete podcast. My name is Nathan and I will be today's host where I'll be joined by 5-0 athlete and Iowa Lakes right back Lewis Nohar. Lewis is just starting his second semester at Iowa Lakes and during this episode we'll be talking to him about the NJCAA route as a whole, his thoughts on reaching the national semi-final from last year and his decision to choose a junior college over a four-year school and what his thoughts are now looking back at his first year. So, Lewis, thanks for, for joining us and, and coming along to our, to our podcast, you know. Um, no problem. Brief introduction in regards to the fact that you uh, were at Iowa Lakes this, this semester, or the past semester, um, you know, your successes have, have been broadcast on our Instagram. So anyone that's, that follows our social media will have seen, you know, how well you did. But before we go into all of that, can you give us some sort of background about where you played in Scotland, you know, during your youth and then what it was that made you sort of decide the US is the avenue I wanted to go down? Well, in Scotland, I started playing with Kilmarnock, which is a, well, they've actually just been relegated, but it was a Scottish Premiership side. Um, I signed there when I was nine and I was there up until I was 15 or 16. And then I ended up deciding to leave there and I was playing with my mates. I actually didn't know if I wanted to keep playing or not. Like I was undecided what I wanted to do. And then after a few games, four or five games, I uh, got a chance to sign with United, which is a Scottish Championship side. And I signed there when I was 15 or 16. And then was there for two and a half years until I was 18. I was there until I was 18. And then um, got released just after COVID had happened. So COVID came. Then I got released after that, so it was a, a double dunter. And then, yeah, uh, then I decided to look at options, and I just didn't like I options of going into apprenticeships and stuff like that, which is obviously good. Like also an education at the same time as you're working and making money. But I just I just didn't think that was me. It's just not what I wanted to do. So I looked. Obviously, I'd spoke to a few different people about scholarships and I'd thought about it for a long time, but it was just never something I thought I'd actually go and do because I'm a mummy's boy, you know, just, she does everything for me. I didn't think I could just move across the world and stand my own two feet so early, but it proved to be the right decision. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, you know, as we go through this podcast, I think people will start to realise why you're so happy with the decision that you made. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it could have went much better, to be honest. Apart from winning the, the nationals, obviously. That's yeah. all. I think that's the only way it could have got better. Oh, well, we'll go into that a little bit later on, anyways. But mm. let, let's, you know, rewind again to, to the point at which you're not in the US yet. You know, you you signed with us with with five zero, so we're talking regularly. You know, in regards to what are you looking for from your college? You know, the university that you choose. From from what I remember, the the biggest thing, the biggest priority for you was playing in a team that's going to give you opportunities to to kick on afterwards. You know, mm -hmm. um, your ambition is to play professionally afterwards, um, and you wanted somewhere that's going to help you do that. You know, so at the beginning, you know, we we'd had a few conversations about academic grades and and how that might affect things. Um, mm -hmm. 
you know, we'd put your video together, we'd done all that kind of stuff. And then when it came to deciding which university or college you went to, it was really down to two, wasn't it? And now I'm not mm -hmm. going to mention the, the name of the team that you turned down, but ultimately mm -hmm. you, you turned down a four-year school for um, a junior college team, mm -hmm. you know, which um, some people that maybe don't know too much about the process would be a bit surprised by that and, and ask why, um, mm -hmm. particularly when the coach at the four-year school was from Scotland as well. So yeah. you know, it might have uh, felt a little bit more like home straight away. So just sort of go into detail in regards to what it was that I sold you to, you know, to Iowa Lakes and, and why you made that decision. Well, I, I, didn't, I didn't really understand the process either. I like two-year and four-year college. Yeah. I didn't understand that. But when the both schools came in, obviously to start with my I, I was gonna my head was turned to the, the four year school. But then when I sp spoke to people and it got broke down, I just felt as if well, to be honest with you, I was I wasn't great at school. I liked to laugh, I carry on, I didn't concentrate much, so I didn't get the best grades at high school. So what I, I thought it would be better to go to your school, do the the like Duke or like community college, so you're, you're easing back in, so you pick subjects. It's not like you're thrown into you need to choose a degree, stuff like that. And it's, it's I don't know if it's easier, but I've heard it's a bit easier academically than what a four year would be. So that was also a factor. And the fact you can transfer after two years to go D1, D2 just makes it a bit easier. Well, obviously, I want to be professional, so I was just trying to give myself the best chance to do that, and I thought Jupiter was the best route to, to do that. Yeah, you know, we've we've got um, you know a number of players that will be heading out to different junior colleges as well, you know, um, in the next in the coming weeks, and um, we've we've sort of said the same things, you know, don't just choose a four year school over a two year school just because it's a four year school, you know, that transition period. Um, can help and also you know prove yourself for a year or two and you might end up with better offers than you would have from the beginning so mm -hmm. um, you know it's definitely a balancing act and ultimately that choice has, has worked out well for you um, mm -hmm. it wasn't always plain sailing was it you know the no. I remember no. just about to go into a presentation to a, a team um, I was just about to deliver a presentation for a team and I was sat in the car park I had, a, I had a call from, from you and your mum, um, mm -hmm. panicking a little bit about um, whether it was the right decision and whether you'd made the, the right one. So talk about that, you know, just uh, a few days before you were due to go out and that uh, uncertainty. Yeah, I'd spoke, I'd spoke to a couple of boys in the team and they had said, like, that, like it's, it's a kind of small town, like where I was going to go. And then I thought, I thought into it and I, I think I just overthought it to be honest with you. Like I was just overthinking. Obviously it's a big move going from Scotland to America. Like I'm a I'm a mummy's boy. Like my mum done everything for me. So to to take that step and then people were saying stuff like that, I just put doubt in my head to be honest with you. But it ended up ended up very the very right decision. Yeah, no, I remember I remember being on the phone too and I wasn't quite laughing, but I was you know, obviously what I know and what you knew at the time was very different and it was just about mm -hmm. me trying to relay everything, obviously, that I knew 
to, to you to put you at ease, but, uh, it, you know, it's common, you know, that, that mm-hmm. transition from, like you say, from living at home to being completely independent in a new country, a new city, it's mm-hmm. a daunting one for, 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 for anyone really, you know, and, but, uh, yeah, I remember that conversation well. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, no, not now, not now. Yeah, yeah no, it's, it's, it's worked out well for you. So, you uh, yourself, you know, the, you're, you're on your way now to, to Iowa. What were your first impressions when you arrived? Freezing. <laughs> Freezing cold. I couldn't believe it when I got off the plane. I, had, I didn't bring a sack enough jacket, but... <laughs> Uh, I didn't realise it would be as cold. I still looked into that. But uh, when I first, well, when I arrived in, it was when I arrived in Minneapolis Airport, that's when I realised it was cold. And it was late at night, and then we got the bus to Spencer. And then we got in our apartment. Our apartment was a nice apartment, though. We had a nice apartment. And then the other three boys who I lived with was two from London, one from Leicester. And well, we, I couldn't have asked for better better roommates either. Brilliant. We clicked straight away, so that was decent. That always helps. But it, it was obviously different for you because you arrived in January as opposed to where most would, would arrive in August. Mm-hmm. That was obviously something that you know we discussed. We'd only uh, met for the first time in August, you know, a few months before you actually arrived mm-hmm. uh, to, to Iowa Lakes. You know, you came down to Manchester for, for one of our uh, showcase events and you know, you we were set on you going the following year. You know, it wasn't a case mm-hmm. of, of going in January and then the COVID season and that extra year of eligibility was proposed and, you know, the, the offers were put on the table for you to go over in January. So, yeah, January, February, those are, those are very cold months, particularly up north. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it'll be different when you arrive in, uh, in August, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our sales time, so... Yeah, it will, it will be different then. It won't be quite as cold. You won't need your big jacket then. Um, mm. So, you know, you start training um, uh, and all that kind of stuff. What what were the things when you arrived that you noticed, apart from the weather, that were different to how things were in Scotland? Um, I think they're, they're bigger in fitness and training-wise, big, big in fitness, which I think personally is a good thing. Because mm-hmm. I think when I was in America, it's the first I've been in my life. I'd say that. And especially me as a fullback, they wanted me up and down. So the training we were doing was it was intense, it was tough. But everybody kept the standards high. Like us as a team, not even just the coaches, just didn't let in. And from the first day, even in a little COVID groups, still like we knew we had a job to do, basically. And that's, mm-hmm. that's what I liked about it. Were you surprised by the standard of the team when you arrived? So, so surprised. So very surprised when I got there. I remember we, we went into a, like it was a 5v5 little indoor tournament game. And I swear I must have, I don't think I touched the ball for the first two minutes. The ball was just getting bought past me. And I was like, Jesus Christ, I need to pull my socks up. <laughs> so how, how would you compare it to the standard in Scotland? And I'd what? say it's, it's similar. It's it's as similar like in Scotland it's a high standard as well. Mm-hmm. But I think Scotland it depends where you go. If you go certain teams in Scotland, managers maybe like scrappy, like long ball, stuff like that. Like a few teams are played with in Scotland, like they like long ball, they don't like 
like fidgeting about waiting in the bar and stuff. But at Iowa Lakes, we, we have like, encouraged play it for the back, pass, 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 which I, I like that. That's, that's the way I want to play. But yeah. I, was, I was surprised with the way it was. Yeah, like we, we, watched it, we watched a number of your games throughout the season and you could see that there was a system. You know, you, you, you watch some mm-hmm. games and you can see there's talented players on the pitch, but the mm-hmm. system is lacking, you know, in, in certain areas. Whereas mm-hmm. you guys, you could really see that there was a system in place. You know, people knew their roles in the team. Um, and I mean, it showed throughout the season and, and, and where you ended up. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. you know, that's, it's again, it's common for particularly players from Great Britain, you know, to, to go over to the US and they expect, because they're coming from the UK, to be, you know, top dog. Yeah, yeah, that's that. Mm-hmm. The, the, the standard they, they quickly realise is a lot higher than they're expecting. Mm-hmm. So, you'd, you'd been there, what, a month or two before the season was due to start because the season didn't start until late in the semester. Um, mm-hmm. And then you realise there's some eligibility issues. Um, yeah. I think, what was it, the day before the first game of the season? Yeah, like, yeah, it was the day before. day before the first game of the season. So, I mean, obviously I know that it, it had an effect on you, but for, mm-hmm. the, for the people listening, like, how did how did that affect you? And, and you know, once it got resolved, how, how was that? It was, it was stressful because... Like I, I didn't understand what I needed to do, and they were asking if to get this this form or something for the school. And my school's actually been knocked down. Now. The school I went to has been knocked down, so I didn't know how all of that worked. Like how, like my school got knocked down, changed into a super school. So it's like three different high schools. Now two different high schools go to the same school, so obviously it's different phone numbers, different addresses, stuff like that. So it was worrying, but. Obviously, Kevin helped me a lot, Ben helped me a lot, the two coaches. And then, obviously, there's people higher up in the school. They deal with stuff like that as well. Because they were asking for Scotland do it different from England and Wales and Northern Ireland. We have, like, our own education system. We have, like, the SQA. And they were asking something for that, but it was as if they were asking for an English version. Yeah. But, obviously, we, uh, we did, I didn't have it. But once it got revolved, it was just relief because the game was the next day and obviously wouldn't have been able to play and it got I got told I was allowed to play an hour before we were to be at the pitch so, <laughs> when I get told I could play. so was, was the team I mean you know in training leading up to the game I'm sure you did shape and, and stuff like that mm-hmm. was whoever was in the right back position I'm assuming probably wasn't you when you found out that um, you, you thought you were going to be ineligible for that first game did was was there a lineup revealed um, that you weren't in, and then about an hour before yeah. you then put in? I'm training. I'm training. We done. We done. Like so, I would go in one, and then another right back would go in one. Like so, that we both get adjusted what we're to do. Yeah. And then it, they didn't release. Sometimes they release the lineup the night before or the training session before, so we can prepare properly and be yeah. re- be ready. But that game, they never. They never released they released the line up until that day, but I was not even put my boots in my bag or nothing. I was just gonna go and watch and then Kevin phoned me maybe yeah, but maybe even forty five minutes before before we were to be there and said, Look, yeah, you can play and it was me and my, one of my roommates, both of us. 
get told we could play 45 minutes before. Aye, so preparation maybe wasn't the greatest, but no. you get to your uh, your first game. Uh, How did you find it? You got an assist in your first game, didn't you? Or was that uh, sec- second game, got an assist. First game, first game I actually thought I played pretty poorly, to be honest with you. First game, I don't know if that was because of preparation or whatever, but um, we played, it was Hawkeye, Hawkeye and the friendly, and we won 3 0. But it was our first game in a new team, like playing for new coaches, like boys from all over the world, like all put into a team. That was our like, first ever game, so it was, it was difficult. But you could see we had like, a talented team just, just from that game, like even the way we moved the ball a bit without knowing each other. And then that's when we knew like we've got a chance of going far. Good. Nice, okay. So you you'd obviously been there, like I say, a, a couple of months before that first game. You you you've clearly had, you know, uh, a few obstacles thrown at you. Um with and that's without even mentioning coronavirus. So mm-hmm. what effect did, did COVID have on your season? Your day-to-day life, Iowa Lakes. How how was it handling a pandemic? Well, to start with, we were in bubbles. So at the very beginning, we were only allowed to train in like groups of six, and we were just running, doing some ball work, and we had to train with masks on. That was another thing that I had never done before. We done the bleep test, done the bleep test with masks on. You had to get a certain level to pass it. Then that was you. You done it thirteen. We had to get. They pass it and in terms of the school everything was online but we had we were allowed to go down for study hall but that was also mask and no one was in the school because obviously everything was online yeah so, but we had study hall for two hours two hours a day five days a week and you'd go down we'd all be in a room we'd help each other get help and that was masks that was masks social distancing and stuff as well did that start so, to ease off towards the end of the semester, or was it like that? Yeah, it, it eased off a little bit, yeah, but it was still like they were still huge, and like we had to wear masks in the bus, like like stuff like that. And if, well, obviously, for some most of us got a vaccine though, which was decent. But um, no, it did. It started to ease off towards the end, but to begin with, they were they was like very they were very strict on it. It's always every school, like even when we. When we went to like certain schools for our for our first games, like when we played away, like mass saw and social distancing, everything like that. So it's it was pretty tough to be honest with you. Yeah. Now hopefully it'll be a little bit different for you then next semester. You know, mm-hmm. particularly like as you say, you you're vaccinated now. So fingers crossed it's is is a little bit more back to normal for for you next semester. But uh, you just you just touched on it a little bit then. Um, you know, in the previous question, but when did you really start to think you could be successful during the season? And I'm not talking successful as in winning more games than you lose. I'm talking like really successful, you know, go far in nationals and, and do what you guys did. I think it was when we we get beat, we get beat a game and then, oh, who is it we get beat from? We lost the first league game of the season against Iowa Central. We get beat that game, and then I think we played. Was it maybe 
So we played in, I, I, I remember it was Indian Hills though. It was Indian Hills we played and we played there away. And it was off the back of defeat. I think it we I think we maybe get beat one now off Iowa Western at home the first time we played them. And then we went away and played Indian Hills away and we bartered them seven two, could have been fifteen, sixteen. And this is when we said like we we can like we can win it. Like we can just go all the way. Indian Hills were ranked at that time as well, weren't they? Nationally. Yeah, they were ranked. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it they were nationally ranked. It wasn't a team that loses every game that you just battered seven. Um, you know, it was a it was a good. Yeah, team. no, no, they were they were actually a decent they were a decent team, but like that's we genuinely we played everybody played well, and that's what I'm saying about the system and stuff. Like everything started to click. Everybody knew what they were doing. Where they had to be, when they had to be there, like just. And then we'd, we we go on a huddle before every game. We do it at half time as well, and that can that brought us closer together because everybody got like a saying, like and we just realised that everybody believed as well. Like there was nobody, nobody doubts. Like we all knew we were good enough. Yeah. No, like I said, mate, it was it was clear to see that that, that system was there, and I think you did. I think you grew with confidence, you know, all the way through that season. But there was one. Arch Nemesis, a team that you played about six times throughout. Yeah. So talk to us about the the rivalry with with Iowa Western. Well, Iowa Western, they're yeah, they're their biggest rivals. Playing the same league as is very good team. A lot of good boys. Skills got a lot of money as well. You can see the facilities that second to none at Juco level, I would say. And yeah, they we played them. What, was it six, five or six times we played them? What? Yeah. Yeah, and um, it was the just it was rivalry. Like the games were fast. There were people were flying into tackles. Like it was as it's a real rivalry. Like you can, even the coaches, like everything, you can just tell it's it's a proper rivalry. I remember the first the first game we played against them at home. Uh, they've got oh, they had a little left back, and I was playing right back, and I jumped up for a head on. He was Spanish, and he elbowed me. Then he said something in Spanish to me, and I was like. Jesus Christ, like, this is serious. <laughs> you say anything about Oh, I can't, I can't speak Spanish. I don't think he can speak English either. <laughs> but yeah, I remember, you know, I watched numerous, numerous games and that first game was, was obviously nice and close. And then mm-hmm. was it the, was it the, the conference final where you were, uh, you went all the way to penalties? Um, or the reason Region, regional final we went to penalties well done 2-0 last 10 minutes we scored 2 went yeah. to pens no devastating was that the game where you scored the uh, the screamer on your on your left foot instead of that was the semis that was the semi-final yeah. that was the semi-final that was against oh who was that against that was against a team from another they were that was like we played them. They weren't in our conference or anything. That was a team from another region. Yeah, no, I remember. Remember watching those penalties, and I thought you had it. You were you mm-hmm. were only one, you were one kick away from winning, weren't you? In that in that penalty. Yeah, I, I had the fifth. I had the fifth one, and if I missed that, well, we, they they had a yeah. I had a fifth one. If we missed, if we missed the one, I had we'd get beat. I scored nines. Then they had their fifth. And they missed it. So if we scored, we won. And then we missed, and then they went up and scored. Yeah. 
No, I remember. Oh, yeah, like I say, mate, there's always, there's always those games, but I'm sure you'll get a chance to put that right next season. Yeah, and it's a team you always want to play as well. Yeah. Like, if I could play them every week if I could, just until we beat them. So, you, you were lost in that game, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Nationals wasn't, you know, set in stone mm-hmm. for you. Um, the, the bracket gets released and you, you find out you've got an at-large bid. What was, what was the emotion there? Was it excitement? Was it more relief? Was it... What was it? Well, well we, we, all, we all thought we had a chance of getting it, but at the same time, because we'd beat from, we'd get beat from Western like three or four times by then, we thought like maybe like, because there was other teams in other, but had been beat less than us. In other like states and stuff, they'd been beat less than us. So we thought if they've got a better record, they've maybe got a better chance. But then we get called to the school and we were all together and that, waiting to see. And then there was the administrator, the Iowa Lakes, had phoned us and it was up on the screen. And he told us, but he started saying it as if we, we, had, we hadn't got it. And then he said we'd made it. Yeah, it was a brilliant feeling. We were all uh, jumping about crazy, but at the same time, it was relief because we we all thought we deserved we deserved to go, like and then obviously we proved we proved it as well. So, but yeah, no, it was it was a relief, but at the same time, it was a brilliant feeling, like because we 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 didn't expect it, but we did expect it. So like we we thought inside we deserved to go but we just thought the worst like we just were waiting in the worst yeah it was way it's hard we got hands at that point isn't it really yeah yeah it's not because so. all right so let's let's go then so, so we'll get to national tournament mm-hmm. um at that point it's win you go through lose you go back home so mm-hmm. apart from obviously you know the the uh the group stages but um Pretty much, if you lose a game in the group stages, you're out anyway. So, um, mm-hmm. how was that? How did you? Uh, how did you find the national tournament? Uh, well, we went and seeded tenth. Yeah, well, seeded tenth, and everybody had wrote us off. I, I remember we were in the same hotel as Barton. I think it was Barton, and I was speaking to to one of their players, and they were saying, "Oh, he's have he's have done well. He's have done well to get here." Is that as if we're just here, like we're just here to take part. Yeah. Like we're just here to make the numbers up. And then it made me think of like how good are all these teams? Like, like I was wondering to myself. And then the first game we played Daytona, they were wrong. They were seeded three, number three. It was a tight game, nil nil all the way through. And it was actually I scored the header in the five minutes left. First header I scored in my life. First, uh, yeah, five minutes left. But we generally we we deserved like we kept the ball like it made me think like how how are we seeded tenth after that game, but obviously it's hard when we're in a conference with like, Iowa Western for example because they're a, they're a powerhouse. But no, yeah, first game one one now and then we had a game the next day, and most of us most of us had played ninety minutes. And uh, and it was heat. It was, it was warm by then, so it was like thirty degrees. And then the next day we played Tyler, and 
we started we started kind of sluggish. Started sluggish against Tyler, and obviously people's legs were tired. Like minds were tired as well. Like heat. Like everything was against us. Like when we went to that tournament, we had everything against us, and we scored maybe 20, 20 25 minutes in. Um, then we knew it was going to be long from there, try, just try to hold out. But even then, we still played good football. Like we still, in my opinion, deserved to win. And um, yeah, that was like last, I'd say last 10 minutes, we were just sitting in, like two blocks, just two blocks and then had one up. And we just shifted side to side, just kicking into the corners, just doing everything to win. And then um, the whistle blew and, we knew we'd we'd get through, but yeah, no, that was a brilliant feeling. So we we actually played Tyler. And Tyler only got to play one game and go, they were to go home, and they're a they're a huge junior college team. Because yeah. when we beat when we beat Daytona, people were saying it was a fluke, and we got to get beat for Tyler. But Tyler only played one game, then get sent home. Then what? Then what happened after that? So you got through. You'd you'd won those two games. Then then what was next for you? I think we get two days off. We get two days off. Uh, we get told the next day we are playing against Iowa Weston again. Um, but we all like we all wanted them. We didn't know if we wanted like a different team in the semis and get them in the final. But like we we wanted to play them again. Like we we didn't want them to get pat like put out by someone. Like we wanted we wanted to play them again, and then. We went into the game, we conceded an early goal. And from there I just I don't know we were missing we were missing players as well. Missing one of our main centre backs. So I play I played centre back for maybe twenty, thirty minutes of that game. But yeah, it was tough, but it's just learning experiences. Iowa Western have so many players like they they bring on like six, seven subs. And every like we've got no like, everybody who comes on like brings something to their team. So it's it's difficult when they're making subs all the time and stuff like that. But yeah, it's just disappointing. But we're proud of ourselves, but at the same time, we're disappointed because we know we, we we could have been in the final and we thought we deserved to be in the final as well. Yeah, for sure. So as well as obviously all of that, you you probably got. You, you, you know, you, your biggest priority is the team and, and, and winning, you know, the tournament. Mm-hmm. But individually, you also know that junior college is only a two-year thing and then you, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to transfer for your, your, your remaining two years. Um, individually, you also think this is exposure for me, so I've got to perform myself. Mm-hmm. Did you notice, um, you know, any coaches or recruiters from huge schools there watching were you aware of their presence or anything like that yeah no there was there was a lot i'll turn this light on quickly there was a lot a lot of schools there like there was the stand behind the benches was just full of coaches and you see it and you do you get exposure like schools start following you on instagram start getting text messages stuff like that and it makes you feel good and obviously there's there was some pro teams there watching as well. And then you get summer league teams and stuff there watching. Like there was the as it's the exposure's huge. But a lot everybody told me, like Kevin told me, a coach said, like, this is a chance for you to like go and express yourself. And obviously I thought, but I didn't realise there'd be that much 
that many coaches there. And there's that's obviously a live stream. So there's coaches watching from from everywhere, like not even if they're just just at the games, like there's there's always people watching. Yeah, absolutely. So that's that's obviously the end of the season. You know, you were mm-hmm. you know, you were within touching distance. You're ninety minutes away from a national final, you know. Um mm-hmm. How do you reflect on the season that you had? You know, obviously a freshman year. Mm-hmm. Individually, I thought it was a good season for me. Like I thought, I achieved what I wanted to achieve. Apart from, I like scored, scored, scored a few goals, got a few assists, which is always good. And then as a team, I thought we done brilliant. Like a lot of my team was freshmen. Like. Uh, most the most of the starting eleven just came in on on the January as well, which is difficult because people like obviously you miss home like there's distractions as well like not distractions as in there but as in like you miss things and stuff like that so I think as a team I thought we we done really really well to to get as far as we did and I just think obviously if it fade is different we could have. I've got a bit further. Yeah. So obviously, like you say, if there was anything that you could change or do differently, the, the biggest thing is obviously win it. But is mm-hmm. there anything on, from an individual perspective or any sort of little change that you would that you would reflect on and say, I wish that was a little different. Um, I would say, for from an individual point of view, I think we should have hit the gym harder. So I came back. I came back with the same physique as what I left, but obviously a lot fat and stuff. But the the gym equipment and stuff's there. But yeah, I could have personally. I think I could have hit the gym harder, but I'll, I'll get that next year. Next year. Well, I mean, obviously the season comes thick and fast anyway, so you've got a lot on your plate. To uh, mm. there's a lot of rest and recovery that's needed. But what's next? What's next for you then? You know, um, what 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 should we look forward to going forward? Um, well, next next semester I'm back at Iowa Lakes, and I'm just hoping to do better than what I did last season. Just improve on it, just little things, more goals, more assists. As a team point of view, get back to the nationals. Just see what we can do, and then obviously I'm hoping after Juco I can go to a D1. About hopefully a, a big D1 that can help me pursue my. My dream. Yeah, well, we won't go into too much detail on that, but there's obviously irons already in the fire for you where you're having conversations. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, no, it looks promising for you, mate. You've you've had a really good first season. You should be proud of it. You should be proud of yourself and the team, and um, not just because of the performances that you've put in, but like you say, there was plenty of obstacles thrown at you throughout that season. So you know, we're obviously dead proud and dead pleased for how how well you did that first year. Um, Thanks. But yeah, now we're looking forward to to next season and and see if you can you can go on better. Mhm. Thank you. You're welcome, Matt. So thanks for uh, for joining the podcast. Anyway, um, hopefully it's been um, it will prove beneficial for players that that are listening that are now considering their futures as well, and whether they're considering going to the US or not, or whether they're considering which university to commit to hopefully your advice and your experiences that you've shared will will help with will help them as well so 
no, we do, we do yeah, appreciate it coming on. No problem. Thanks for having me. What's up, man?